0: In some parts of the Mid-South, dicamba is a four-letter word. Will a newly approved version of this herbicide be a blessing or a curse?
1: This is AgCast, brought to you by the University of Tennessee Institute of
0: Agriculture. For some time now, herbicide-resistant weeds have plagued farmers. UT Extension Weed Specialist, Larry Steckel.
1: Palmer Amaranth has been our biggest problem in cotton and soybean production for, gosh, almost a decade now. Um, When Roundup stopped being effective, uh, we started moving to Liberty in cotton and to Flexstar Blazer uh, in soybean, and last two or three years, Flexstar's lost its effectiveness. We've got a lot of resistance issues now to Flexstar and Roundup uh, across the state. So that's no longer an option. That makes basically Roundup Ready soybeans no longer an option in many of our fields. So they've got to use a different herbicide or they're not going to be able to raise the crop. And I think that was maybe one of the untold stories, uh, or least amount of told stories, that we had this past year. But that was one of the reasons I think a lot of folks got desperate and used dicamba off-label.
0: Off-label dicamba use caused quite the uproar in 2016. Dicamba-tolerant soybeans and cotton were new to the market and offered desperate farmers a shot at sustainable weed control. However, the herbicide that was designed to be used with this new seed technology was not approved in time. Instead, some farmers used older versions of the dicamba herbicide to control weeds in these crops. This off-label use resulted in massive damage to neighbor's crops. 35,000 acres damaged in Tennessee alone. We sat down with Dr. Steckel to better understand what happened. Dr. Steckel, dicamba is not a new product. It has been used by farmers for some time. Why did it cause so much damage this year?
1: The biggest difference was the use pattern. It was a new use pattern. Uh, we've been using it for burn down in March and in April, uh, when it's cold, um, and at lower rates uh, than what we're using. We were, A lot of farmers were using in crop. Um, and you start using them when you start getting into the 90s, Temperatures in the 90 degrees, triple-digit heat index, like we had all through June and July, it can get up and move a long way. And uh, I didn't realize quite how far it would move, but it can move miles. Uh, and we saw it in a number of fields, unfortunately, this past year. So uh, that wouldn't be a big a deal if if susceptible soybeans and vineyards and tomatoes and tobacco wasn't sensitive at just just crazy low rates.
0: Seems a lot of people were surprised at the situation and then a lot of people got angry. We've seen numerous lawsuits filed, a lot of bad blood created. What's your take on the emotion this stirred?
1: Yeah, there was a lot, it was really emotional hot budget issue for a lot of folks. Uh, and, and it came in a year when we weren't controlling pigweeds with the traditional herbicides and commodity prices were down, so folks were stretched pretty thin and we started getting drift uh, on a wide scale in a lot of areas and, and folks were concerned about how much it was gonna hurt their yield. So, you know, justifiably so. A lot of them were, were very upset, and, uh, and, you know, in a lot of aspects, I can't blame them. Um, sounds, it seems like things are getting a little better now as people got through harvest and, and, and some farmers worked some things out between each other, which is what we hope they pretty much all will do.
0: Despite the bad publicity, the EPA approved the new version of Dicamba for 2017, and farmers will get the chance to use the technology as it was designed. But with 2016 still fresh on producers minds there are many doubts and fears about dicamba we asked dr Steckel how the newly approved herbicides will be different from the versions of dicamba that caused so much drift damage this year
1: yeah the new formulations um that that are coming out one's already got a label extended max from monsanto uh, ingenia which is from basf is another formulation those two have are, are less volatile than the traditional things we've been using And so, in other words, um, you know, the Banville and Clarity a lot of our growers were using, this came as a surprise to them. And it did to me, too, in an aspect. Those older formulations, you can spray them and do a good job spraying, uh, but 20 hours after you spray it, um, it can pick up and move as a gas and with a slight breeze go a long way. And as sensitive as a lot of other people's soybeans are or any other broadleaf crop, you're going to see injury. Uh, These newer formulations are a lot better at staying put after you spray them. Uh, If you do a good job spraying them and get them on target, they're not as likely to get up and move, um, you know, hours after you've left the field with the sprayer. So hopefully this next year with training um, and these better formulations, we won't have these
0: issues. Tune in to our next AgCast as Dr. Steckel explains the rules and requirements for farmers using dicamba formulations in 2017. For the UT Institute of Agriculture, I'm Ginger Rousey.
1: For more real-life solutions provided by the UT Institute of Agriculture, go to our website at ag.tennessee.edu.